And he himself, who is it? Jesus himself gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. What did he give them for? For the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. So they have to come together, and they have to come together to uh, equip the people for the work of the ministry, and that is only when the people of God can become mature. Now, part of your function, if you don't, if you're not called to one of those fivefold offices, part of your function is to take um, personal responsibility for yourself so that you mature in the things of God, because there are deep things that God wants to release during this season. But what happens sometimes? Those we Jesus taught us, I have many things to tell you, but I cannot bear them now. Means he can't tell every he couldn't tell everything he wanted to say. He's got to piece it out, build truth upon truth upon truth. Your life is supposed to be built by revelation. It doesn't make the old uh, incorrect. What I learned ten years ago is not irrelevant. It's just I'm building on those things. But what happens is what, what happens is. Listen to me, Linda. <laughs> I'm not talking about perfection, but when you, are, when you are not aligning yourself correctly, you're coming into a room like this, you're coming into a beautiful environment like this, where God wants to instruct you in the deep things of God, the instructions of heaven. But if you can't even learn how to forgive correctly, or you're mad at sister so-and-so over here, and you're like, I've been in the church 15 years, nobody respect me, and you know, they didn't even call me a prophet, I'm a prophet, you know. All these things are floating in the atmosphere of a community, so we got to like break it down, like, okay, forgive each other, love each other, be nice to each other, you know, okay, you know, give her a hug, it's going to be okay. And so we're dealing with low level stuff that should already be like, like, I'm not asking you to be perfect, I'm asking you to attempt by the grace of God to become a mature believer. And maybe not come to every service at New Day with your iPhone out wanting someone to give you a prophetic word. Maybe you should just pray and get your own word for some time. Man, I will love you. I'll help you. But sometimes you don't need a prophetic word. You just need to read the word. And you are looking... You, you are looking to spiritual things to puff you up to make it through the week. God doesn't want you to make it through the week. He wants to teach you how to overcome day after day after day after day. Number five, learning to see humanity through the lens of God's mercy and goodness. It's really important. Look at Daniel chapter four. If you haven't noticed, I've spent... A lot of time in the book of Daniel. The Lord mandated me probably five or six years ago. So I read it over and over again. And then I read chapter two. Sometimes it takes me two weeks to move past it. Because like, this is really powerful. <laughs> They're like, what notes do you have on it? Uh, I just know it's really powerful right now. <laughs> I'm going to pray in tongues more. Figure it out. You know? It's really true, right? Daniel chapter four. Then Daniel, whose name was Belshazzar, was astonished for a time. And his thoughts troubled him. So the king spoke to Belshazzar and said, do not let the dream or its interpretation trouble you. Obviously, he said, he said hey, I've had this dream and I need the interpretation. What, this, is, this is always so fascinating to me is that Daniel served the equivalent to about three Saddam Husseins during his lifetime. He definitely was not protesting in the streets. 
That's not a word about protest. I'm just saying. <laughs> Got very quiet there. But <laughs> I'm about to touch on that in a minute anyway. But the point I'm making there, I'm not saying we don't speak against injustice or we don't imp- protest things. The point I'm making is that was not an approach that was an option to him. This man was oppressing his whole nation. And he's got this dream that he's going to him that he wants interpretation for. And, and this is what he says. And he answered, May the Lord, may the dream concern those who hate you and its interpretation concern your enemies. He didn't tell this guy, Listen, you're sowing what you reap. You're mad. You're murdering babies. And this is what's going to happen to you. You're a Democrat. That's what your problem is. So, <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't say that. He said, I'm wishing this evil will not come upon you. In fact, if you read, I encourage you to read it. He actually prays. He's like, hey, why don't you maybe repent and live righteously that God would relent from what he's going to do. This is an evil man, but he's seeing him through the lens of God's goodness. Be very honest. I'm always honest. Sometimes I'm honest in things I shouldn't share, but I'm going to be honest today uh, uh, about this. Maybe about a week ago, I was watching uh, the governor's... Um, press conference. I don't watch it a lot because um, I want to stay saved. And, um, and I got angry. I got angry at something he said. And I had to adjust myself for 15 minutes. I did. I'm just telling you how I process these things. And the Lord said to me, you haven't prayed for him the last two days. He said, every morning I pray for him. I got back on the wall. Yeah. So good. This is a man who needs God's mercy and help yeah. and needs my prayers at this time. I don't know the weight that is on him. So God, help him. Because he couldn't be there unless you allowed it. So, this is a question you have to ask yourself. Really, really important. What is informing the lens by which you define reality? I'm going to say something. You just need to let me finish saying it. The statement, Black Lives Matter, is not wrong to say. The statement, All Lives Matter, is not wrong to say. But those statements are not found in Scripture. So we have to be careful how we articulate and communicate through a lens that it's not being hijacked by a Babylonian world system viewpoint that causes the way we approach the world correctly. We are in a Joshua chapter 5 moment. Turn to this. Look at verse 13. 
It came to pass, when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked. A man stood opposite with him with the sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you, are you for us or, or are you for our adversaries? Are you Trump or never Trump? Are you for Black Lives Matter or no Black Lives Matter? White, sci- white science is white violence. All these things. Trying to capture yeah. your attention. And believers who are participating in a narrative orchestrated by the enemy. Oh, I can post something by this black girl, Candace Owens, because I agree with her. You've already perverted the narrative by which you're communicating because you're, you're communicating through the lens of race and culture. Of course I see color. Lord Jesus, this is the dumbest thing you ever said. I don't see color. Are you blind? <laughs> God created culture. God created yes. beauty. Yes. Come on. But when I invite Ruth, I don't think, oh, glory to God, I'm a feminist. I'm bringing a woman to preach. So I just think of her as a woman who God has called. I've had whites. I've had blacks invited to the pulpit. I don't think, awesome, look at this. I got a black guy in the pulpit. I have a man of God in the pulpit. Come on. And our culture and our upbringing, the things we've suffered, the things African Americans have suffered in America, they're all part of how we view the lens of reality. But we have to be careful, and, and, and I, because you have to preface these statements right now as leaders I'm a minority in America, brown skin. I was just taught a certain way how I grew up. And I was taught by my parents, if you trust God, you can move and operate in any environment because they yes. won't care what color you are because you got God on the inside yes. of you. Jesus. And there are racist people in this world that won't like you because of your skin color. But you can forgive them. Yes. You, can work for, you can work against injustice in the world. Good parents. Good parents. You stand for righteousness. But this is really important right here. I'm not saying any of these things are, are, are wrong or unjust in himself. I'm just saying if they are the lens by which you view it as a believer, your focus and your expression will be distorted in this season. Because God has a certain agenda. Hey, this is his answer. This is it right here. So he said, no. But I have come as a commander of the army of the Lord and I have come now. He said, I'm not for you. I'm not for Republicans. I'm not for Democrats. I'm not for making America great. I'm for God. And here's just some encouragement. Please, be kind enough to let other believers have different conclusions sometimes than you. And not be so Sean Hannitized that you destroy them and you don't even let them speak. Or whoever your favorite person is. 
I enjoy, I enjoy listening to certain people. I think they're brilliant. I think, wow, that's really interesting. I, I, I'm not an expert on that, but maybe I need to learn something more on that. This is it right here. This is what I've done with the Lord. Oh, I have lots of thoughts of what's happening in the world right now. The Lord told me a lot of my thoughts are not necessary right now. This is where I've been. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped the Lord and said, What does my Lord say to his servant? Job is not to figure out the world. Your job is to serve what God's asked you to do right here, right now. Not saying, don't speak against injustice. I'm not saying, don't protest. If you, don't feel, you feel like called to protest. I'm not saying any of those things. But it's got to be through the correct lens or else it becomes distorted. And I do believe that many in the body of Christ, their lens has been hijacked by wrong philosophies and wrong systems and what they're saying will continue to per, uh, perpetuate a cycle of unrest yep. and ugliness in the earth. Right. And also, adding to the racism in the earth. I said it the other night. Racism is just a symptom right now. The thing that's trying to rule right now is anti-Christ and lawlessness. This racism, is it part of the narrative? The, the enemy doesn't usually tell you exactly what he's doing. I'll give you just an example. I am landing the plane here. Um common thing, unfortunately, for um, men today, battling pornography and perversion. That's a nasty thing. No shame, no blame if you're struggling with that, but you can be free. Not half free, completely free. And that is a demon that he will make you serve him. And then he'll make you want to kill yourself when you serve Him. Because you hate yourself for what it makes you do. But usually, a lot of times, the issue is not perversion with the man. The issue, that ruling demon on that man, is rejection. So racism is a symptom right now. Do there things that need to be adjusted? Yes. But it's antichrist, lawlessness, dividing, judgments against each other, because in that place, even in a nation, he knows where there's unity, there's a commanded blessing. And where I can break people apart. I can cause disunity to come and make it very difficult for the purposes of God to be established. There's a reason that when Jesus brought his disciples together, they were from completely diverse backgrounds. One is almost like a terrorist. Other one's a fisherman. Other one's a tax collector who stole from his own people. You cannot create unity outside of the kingdom of God. Some people are trying to create unity. 
it is unity has already been created by the kingdom of God. So when you step into the kingdom of God correctly, you're united. You're not like, come on, be unified, love each other. It doesn't work like that. When you love Jesus and you are under the banner of the king, that unity is already there and our differences do not define us. It is our love for the Lord and the kingdom of God that define us. I, I know it's. I'm almost done. Because I get the, gla- the, the, uh, the, the golf claps at the end. Here's the final one. The people of God learning and understanding new paradigms from which to relate to the world. I'm just going to read part of this prophetic word the Lord gave me in the, the fall. For this year. In this season, divine strategy, divine wisdom, divine understanding, and divine birthing will occur. A desire and new renaissance to be released through the body of Christ. It will cause the eyes of humanity be, to be turned toward the beauty created by my sons and daughters. If you seek me for understanding, it will be found. The wisdom to birth the dream I have placed in your heart will be your portion. This is a season of unique and divine strategies from heaven. They are being released on the earth for those who have a listening and attentive ear. I'm releasing immense grace for my people to wait on the Lord. Listen to the word of the Lord and receive great wisdom for the application of the word of the Lord. In this season, my great desire is to release divine words from heaven. These words will quickly and speedily come to pass as my people lean into me with corresponding wisdom. I'm releasing keys that will unlock the manifestation of prophetic words and mantles, some given long ago. Indeed, this is a season where the just shall walk by faith as never before. I want to enlarge my people's vision and ability to see and hear from heaven. So position yourself properly. And be prepared to take action like no other in this season. For I desire great impact. The door to great impact and influences in the nations of the earth is through greater faith and trust in the words I speak. I'm inviting my people to co-labor with me as never before. I'm establishing my purposes and my blueprint. I saw an angel and it appears to be like uh, uh, the, the words that can describe him was this a- ancient angel. And I believe he's holding scrolls that represent plans and purposes and God's desire for the earth. The Lord says, indeed, my thoughts and plans for the earth are far beyond what the great majority of my people are dreaming. So I desire for my people to have an elevated revelation of me. When they see me properly, I will cause them to think and to dream properly. My desire for my people across the globe is for reformation. It is my desire for them to act and manifest what has not been previously done. As my people receive my blueprints for the earth, I desire to finance their vision from unusual sources. My people's ability to receive God-given vision will define the resources they receive. Do you receive this word today? Do you receive this word? Just lift your hands. There's just an anointing. Right now. Father, by the authority you've given me, I just loose your people. I loose your people to become everything you've called them to become. And I just say, there's a sound 
from heaven and a preceding word because you said that man shall not live by bread alone but by every word so thank you Lord for allowing our highest delight to be in the word of God thank you Lord that there's an open heaven for visions, dreams, signs, and wonders in this peace. Thank you, Lord, because you're anointing people's ears to hear. If you just want to say, Lord, I present myself as a living sacrifice, and there's just like words, there's like this impartation just to hear everything God has to say. Just one, two, three, just stand to your feet. How? Whoa. Father, I believe as best I know how I've done what you've asked me to do here today. So I bless your people to become everything you've created them to be. I thank you that there's a fresh oil. I just see oil falling upon us today. Fresh oil to touch your ears and your eyes to hear and to see. Freely, as a prophet of the Lord, I just say your hearing and your seeing will go to a new place today. I say divine order, the gavel of divine justice is flowing in your life. I say every injustice you've experienced is being turned around. I say all things work together for good to those who love God. I declare by the authority you've given me, God, that New Day Church will be a city set on a hill, a light shining in darkness. I declare that there'll be a renaissance in the arts through the group of people here. I declare that they'll create beautiful things that cause people to encounter the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I declare that every tongue, every tribe, and every nation will come and gather in this room. Indians, ex-Muslims, God homosexuals delivered gay community you say come in in Jesus name you're welcome you're welcome at the father's house you're welcome at the father's house you are welcome you are welcome you are welcome at the father's house we declare prodigals coming home we say those who are hurt those who were hurt and left the gathered community, we say, come home in Jesus' name. And Father, I declare that uh, in the next five years that there, there now is a resurgence now of church planning out of this place. I just say that that, uh, the, that call, that assignment to build, not only here in the United States, but around the world would come in Jesus' name. Lord, for just a few more moments, there's like a 
impartation of the unseen realm. It's just a moment for you just to receive from the Lord.